Hello fellow humans, Chris here again. So we have made it, uh, Joe Biden has been inaugurated, and I uh, wanted to take a day or so to kind of collect my thoughts and on, on everything, and just kind of wanted to share uh, how I've been feeling about everything that's happened. I know that I said earlier last year that uh, after Joe Biden, uh, if he won the election and after he took office, that I would then begin to really uh, offer up my analysis and, and criticisms of him and, uh, and the things that I would hope that we would get out of a Biden administration. Uh, and I still do intend to do that, but um, for the moment, I just kind of wanted to really enjoy the moment, to be honest. Um, it is a sigh of relief, and uh, it... it I was happy, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I was happy when he took the oath and it all became official and uh, able to share with my kids the moment, you know, kind of an educational moment. But it really got me to thinking, got me reflecting a little bit, and I kind of wanted to discuss my my history with, with voting. So my first election was... 2004, the re-election of George W. Bush. And when he won that election, I just couldn't understand it. I was completely flabbergasted because I knew that the majority of this country was against the Iraq War. But by that point, by 2004, most Americans understood that it was a war predicated on a false pretense, that there were weapons of mass destruction. So because most people were opposed to that war, I couldn't understand how George Bush could win the election, not only the Electoral College, but the popular vote itself. Uh, I, I just, I didn't understand it. And obviously, you know, I was 19 years old, There, there was a there was a certain level of, I guess, being naive and, and ideological and, and not recognizing the nuance with politics and how there's all kinds of other things that play into why people vote the way they do. I was very uh, kind of black and white on it, you know. So I was, I was upset about that and, uh, and frustrated, and I, I was frustrated with the, the war in Iraq, and I was, I was frustrated with the just the, the waste of life that was happening there. And so 2007, 2008 comes around, and this this guy named Barack Obama is on the scene. And I had actually seen him for the first time when he gave the keynote address at the DNC in 2004 for John Kerry. And I remember when I saw him then at the time, I was like, I think this guy's going to be president someday. I just, he he had this... He had something about him, you know, just an amazing speaker, uh, very good communicator, very clear, uh, just sounded like a very po uh, powerful voice. And lo and behold, he shows up in the running in 2007 in the primaries and uh, actually had a chance to see him uh, in Oakland. I saw him live and it was just amazing. I just remember being completely thrilled and excited and I... I believed with every fiber of my being that Barack Obama was 
the the change that he said he was going to be that he represented me and my beliefs and you know at the end of the day he was running on being not George W Bush you know and um by that point in time i think the country had well i mean clearly if you look at the results of the 2008 election the Electoral College, he, he dominated that election. And I think that kind of illustrates the how Americans felt about where the Republican Party was going, in particular with the war in Iraq and, and the housing crisis, the recession, everything. So he won, he won that, and, uh, and I, was, I was thrilled. I was ecstatic, and I thought for sure that... He was going to do everything he said he was going to do, that he represented the change that, that we all hoped for. And again, like with 2004, uh, I, I was a little bit naive and ideological, and or, or I should say idealistic. And I learned fairly quickly that uh, Barack Obama, while a, a very uh, nice, good, decent person, I believe, fell far short of what I expected or hoped that he would. He he really just turned out to be a regular centrist Democrat, you know, corporate Democrat, and he extended the Bush tax cuts and he he over compromised with Republicans time and time again, in spite of the fact that Mitch McConnell, you know, openly said that he was going to try to make sure he was a one term president, and they blocked everything he tried to do. Obviously, not all all that isn't his fault either. Um, the system was set up against him, but uh, and and he did do a lot of good things with with the uh, with the limited resources that he had, um, with with Republicans blocking him as much as they were. Uh, but again, it, it it fell short of my expectations, and a lot of that was just my own, you know, not not really, <laughs> I guess, realizing that he's just going to be another. Uh, another corporate Democrat, just with a different a different look, you know, to be honest, and a different type of name. And again, coming on the heels of the Bush administration, it was just representing that change that we wanted to see. So anyway, I tell that story to kind of uh, juxtapose it with this year. So when Barack Obama won, I was ecstatic. I was thrilled. I was happy. When Joe Biden one and even more so yesterday when he actually took office uh, i i felt i felt happy but i also felt a sense of relief and um, I, I mentioned this before and i know this is how a lot of people have, are feeling right now that feeling of relief but it was it was a much more subdued and uh, kind of somber celebration for me whereas in 2009 when Obama took office it was much more sort of like giddy ecstatic excited here it was very much you know okay we we just got out of a horrible mess we're still in it you know we're in the middle of a a global pandemic and uh, race relations political relations have never been as polarized as they are now um, at least in a in a very long time, and so it, it's 
a sense of appreciation for the moment, but there's also a kind of foreboding feeling for me. Um, there's also some personal aspect to it. Um, when, uh, when Trump won the election in 2016, I actually, uh, I had a moment where I got, I got emotional, uh, when Hillary gave her concession speech the next day. Um, and I, I was not a big Hillary Clinton supporter either, but I voted for her. Uh, I, I definitely was, was not happy with the result of that election she made a mention about how she won't be the first female president, but someone out there will be. And at that very moment, my wife brought in my uh, baby daughter, who was about three months old at the time. And I, I just about lost it at that moment because I just felt like it was such a failure that, that we have given to our children here her inheriting this as her first president and uh, the, just the image of the first female president uh, for my daughter and everything. And then we get this monstrosity instead. So juxtaposed with that, you know, I, I was very happy with the result of Trump leaving office. Biden, much like Obama, ran on a not Trump, just like Obama ran on and not Bush. And so with that comes a, a sense of happiness to the extent that we are happy that we have this monster out of the office. But I also recognize from history that the replacement is not going to be a miracle. Joe Biden took 17 executive actions on his first day, and I thought that was great. I, I was glad that he has already started taking steps to do the things that he said he was going to do. But we can't just go back to Biden to, I mean, Obama 2.0. We can't go back to Obama 2.0. Um, the system that brought us Donald Trump has been in place for a very, very long time. And Donald Trump is just the symptom of this line of, of corporate establishment politics that we have in this country that's just gotten worse and worse and worse. And uh, the polarized division is still there. Um, you know, I have 75 million people still voted for Donald Trump in this last election. And... Um, you know, he's shown us his true colors. I mean, you know, to me, he showed us who he was in 2016. But regardless of anything that he's done since that point and up to now, he still has a strong base. He still has his supporters. The Republican Party may be kind of imploding on itself, at least it seems to be right now. But aside from all that... I guess what I'm trying to say is I, uh, I'm appreciative of this moment. I'm in a, um, in a, in a results-oriented sort of way. I am more happy, more excited for Biden taking office than I was for Barack Obama. However, my enthusiasm, my outward 
feeling about it is a lot more subdued. And maybe some of that has to do with just being 12 years older, having had kids, having been married for 13 years now, and um, maybe that's part of it also. But I do think there's an extent of um, just being kind of jaded with the whole process, uh, feeling a a little bit of a, a sense of hopelessness, because one of the things that I'm seeing a lot of is uh, is very relieved liberals who are um, seem to be of the mindset that everything's good again now. Now, now America's back. Now we can heal. You know, go back out and go talk to your neighbor and make connections and be kind to each other again. You know, <laughs> Donald Trump leaving the White House doesn't change uh, the pain that's been caused for a lot of people over these last few years. doesn't change the over 400,000 people that have lost their lives. 4,000 plus people are dying per day right now from COVID. The race relations, the, the hate, the bigotry, it's all still there. And the system that brought us Donald Trump is still very much in place and dominating the political spectrum. And so, (laughs) you know, I, I, am not, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, you know, at least right, right away. I, I I do, I do want to hold Biden to a standard that hopefully at least gets us on a path to real reform and real change and god knows there is a lot of room for it i think um i think adjusting the way we vet potential presidential candidates would be a good start i think uh mental health i think there should be some kind of mental health assessment and a uh, mental capacity assessment perhaps a some sort of government civics test might be good a good start too. But anyway, um, I just kind of wanted to share my thoughts on the elections and also my my feelings on the inauguration of Joe Biden because I I I just think that it's important to you know for all of our mental health to acknowledge that this is a good moment and to accept the good feelings that it brings and to be happy about it. It's it's good. It's okay to feel that way and at the same time to think like, okay, this is good, but we're not there yet. And uh, I don't want to allow myself to be weighed down too much with that feeling, you know, I really want to try to let the good feelings dominate. Um, but I do think that we we need to keep that in mind. Um, you know, gently remind our uh, our liberal friends that uh, just because we have a Democrat in office right now does not mean that uh, everything's going to be fixed. Um, we need to really pressure the Biden administration to take on some of the uh, Bernie Sanders uh, policies because um, at the end of the day, uh, Bernie Sanders still has a very strong progressive base 
that the Democratic Party needs to be invested uh, in them in order for them to succeed. So if they can recognize that and kind of meet the moment there, then we might be we might be okay, but it's going to take a lot and it's going to take time and it's going to take work. And so as I said before, you know, I, I, I'm going to share my ideas along the way uh, on um, what we can do to try to try to get there. Again, without beating a dead horse, I'm going to just enjoy this moment for right now. Um, I am I am actually pretty cold right now. I am, uh, in spite of what you might see behind me, I am in my garage and it's cold out here. Uh, so I'm going to cut this short here. I think I've said enough. Um, and I'll be talking to you all again really soon. Um, thanks again. I, I, I really appreciate all the all the support. Uh, it's been it's been a fun uh, time, kind of connecting with you all through this medium here, uh, especially with this social distancing and kind of isolation that we're having. Uh, I, I hope that this year will continue to improve for all of us, and we'll be able to see better days ahead. But uh, I do sincerely thank you for uh, for staying with me, and uh, I'll be talking to y'all again really soon. Hope you have a great rest of your night or day, depending on when this gets uploaded. And I'll be talking to y'all again really soon. And uh, don't be afraid to question the consensus.